going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is Saturday, January 18th, 2020, and you are listening to the very 11th episode of Crossplay, where we get together every week and talk about all the video game goodness we can handle right here on the whatnots.com. Coming up on today's show, PlayStation is skipping E3 yet again. Multiple games got hit with delays. And how about that very disappointing Smash Brothers Direct? Did did, did, did did you watch this? Boy, did I. Oh, man. And my disappointment is immeasurable. Yikes. Okay, well, we'll, we'll get into all of that in just a bit. My name is Kyle Springer. I am one of your hosts, and I am joined by the nanobiologist himself, Mick Abrahamson. Hello. How's it going, dude? Dude, it's been a crazy couple of weeks since we've done this. Start actually done the show, not just our top ten Game games of the year, stuff. yeah. But doing this, there's been a lot of games played, a lot of holiday stuff. Work's been crazy, but starting to get back into the normalcy of everything. There you go. Now, are are you going to PAX East? I am. When is that again? I don't remember the dates. Uh, it's in like. Two, three weeks? PAX East. I was going to say it's like... February 27th to March 1st. Okay, that makes sense. Right at the end. Because I was like, I think it's February, maybe March. But it's like right at the end there. Cool. Dude, I'm excited. That's going to be fun. Uh, And then to hear hear you come back and be like, yo, this is everything that I did. Oh, I know. Check it out. I'm trying to see so many cool indie games. It is going to be great. Uh... Let's see, Ignacio Rojas is not with us this week. Uh, He is usually here as well. He's actually going to be studying abroad in the United States. USA. weird to say. USA. Yeah, (laughs) one of us, one of us. Um, But he's actually going to be in San Francisco, uh, and he is transitioning. He's moving there right now uh so we wish him the best moving is always a hassle but he's like moving entire countries first semester wild he's not moving yeah. forever yeah well we'll see about that we'll kidnap him or something we'll do our best yeah uh let's dive in because we have a lot of stuff to talk about it was a much more meaty week than i was expecting yeah um i mean the news is there wasn't too much news but the news itself was it's all big stuff heavy yeah 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 um but before we get into that what have you been playing boy i have been playing a lot so first off sekiro that was my holiday game that i wanted to play ever since it won game of the year and as of 30 minutes ago, I 100%ed it. I got every oh. single achievement in the game. Hell yeah. And boy. That's fantastic. It was painful for the last hour. I I streamed <laughs> the last bo- two bosses I had to do, and something just broke in me, or I just couldn't do basic, simple stuff. Because the two bosses were easier than most of the bosses I fought, but because they were different and new, I uh-huh. just, my brain just shut down. Like, I, I don't know what to do. They're about to stab me. I should hit B? No, I should uh, just jump instead. Oh, I got stabbed. Why did I get stabbed? 
So you you say you were streaming this. Where where yes. where can the people find you streaming this? Twitch.tv slash the nanobiologist. There you go. Good stuff. So what was it like? Because you you went from uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which happened mm. to win our Game of the Year stuff, uh, and then you dived right into Sekiro. What was that like? So I've always heard that the blocking mechanic is just like Sekiro, except the buttons are a little different. Yeah. And I after it winning Game of the Year, I wanted to jump right into it. So always curious by it. And yes, the blocking is much I think it's much better than Jedi Fallen Order. Sure. It's that's basically its main mechanic is blocking and parrying. Mm-hmm. Because you're uh Shinobi fighting other sword wielders. So it's you can't just dodge, 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 stab. You have to be in their face, hitting them, making sure that they're breaking their block and parrying whenever you can to just get them off their game and do all damage to these guys. So it was a kind of a rough transition at first, but once it clicks, it clicks. Like you really start to recognize what you need to watch for, when to hit the block button to parry. And it feels so good, the sound of two swords clanking. There you go. New kink unlocked. Two swords clanking. <laughs> Hell yeah. Two swords are clanking. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, yeah, so... So you, I re- I remember last week you saying you had beat the game, but n- now you've gone back to hundred percent it. Uh, yes. What what was that journey like beyond just beating the the, 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 the beating the game? Uh, what was it like to p- platinum it or hundred percent it? Yeah, I did definitely didn't platinum it. I played on the superior Xbox and. <laughs> I it requires four playthroughs, and the oh, longest, so you beat it, it four beat times it four, now. I had to beat it four times. Goodness gracious! Three of them were the same boss at the end, so that was a lot easier. But the last one that I did, it was it's called the Shura ending, and it's like three quarters of the way through the game, you make a choice if you want to keep on trying down this path to sever immortality, or do you want to side with your dad who is back to life? And if you choose to side with your dad, then you have a couple extra bosses, and the game is over. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do that one for my last playthrough because it was shorter. And the longest achievement it took for me to get was unlocking every ability because leveling, it is a little slow. And it's not like normal leveling where you, get, you just get points and you apply those to different abilities, just like Jedi Fallen Order. And at a certain time, like after a certain point, this experience you get from killing enemies is so minuscule that you have to go mm-hmm. into a second playthrough because you get more experience then. So I took me to my third playthrough and I just like sat down for an hour yesterday, hammered out, just like found a good path to get grind experience, grinded it out, and then got that and just went right into my last playthrough, which I burned through today. It took me like two hours to get to where I needed to be because I knew exactly where to go, what enemies to skip, who I needed to kill to move on. Interesting. Wow, but, four four times. Yeah, that's good stuff. But boy, was it fun! So, are are you wanting to try out Dark Souls or Bloodborne or something because of this? Because it seems like you found your new thing. Like, yo, these my, games. My friends are telling me that I should check out Bloodborne. 
And okay. I don't know, because I've never really been uh, intrigued by any other FromSoft game until now. What about Neo? I don't think that's FromSoft, unless it's, I'm wrong. But It's not, but I heard that's also overly difficult for the first level in that game. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know, I'm... This was fun, and I might try others. Like, I might try the one that might come out this year by uh, George Railroad Martin. Yeah. For uh, Elden Zero? Elden no. Rings? Elden Ring, yes. Yeah, it, I might try it, that look, one out. It's a circle sh- shape. Ring Zero. Yeah. All the same. So, yeah, I might try that one out when it comes out, but I might not go back to the other ones. Okay. Interesting. Too many other games to play right now. Yeah, I for for me, I kind of mentioned them last week on our game of the year discussion. Uh, but Ape Out and Katana Zero uh, were two of the games that I played over the break. I beat Ape Out, and I am stuck on Katana Zero. Which is really unfortunate because I really like the the art style in in that game. I like the sound track, but that game is frustrating for me in a way that is just like, well, I guess I could play something else. Um, mm-hmm. Which is which is not not fun, but I at the same time like I'm the kind of person who feels bad if I buy a giggy game and then don't play it or like don't beat it. Um. Which is not necessarily a good thing. I'm I'm stuck in that one. So I've actually dived into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ooh, I want to hear what you think about it. Yeah. So this uh, has been sitting in in my backlog for a little while. I am absolutely a slut for the Assassin's Creed games. Uh, and yeah, I was like, I have. This one, I'm going to wait till January when I don't really have much else to play uh, and dive in with that. And so, yeah, I am playing as Cassandra, um, which is a lot of fun so far. I'm only 10 hours in, so I feel like my impressions of the game so far might change drastically because I'm actually finding quite a bit of stuff that I don't like. Okay. Uh, like what? Which is, I I, I want to say it's strange, but maybe not so much. I really liked Origins though. That one was fantastic. That was enough of the like stealthy gameplay that I was used to, and enough of the like RPG, go out, explore, level up, do all of that stuff. Um, and I I felt that was a good mix. And this one I'm finding maybe a little bit too much of an RPG. And I don't necessarily want that for an Assassin's Creed game. But I'm liking it. But there's stuff that I'm, I'm, I'm just like, I don't know about this. We'll see. See, I liked Odyssey way more than Origins. I thought Origins was bland. It wasn't that fun. I still play through it all, 100% of it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have nearly as much fun as I did in Odyssey. And I think Odyssey is a way better DLC as well. Yeah, which is like I I I know that this game has a ton to it, and only ten hours in is not much. Like I no. I only did uh my first conquest battle. I I got to where uh Sparta and 
Athens are fighting it out, kind of, even though no one's really fighting there. Um, and I did that whole thing. I, I like the idea of instead of, like, going to unlock the towers, the synchronization points, which they still have those, but to, like, beat the area... Um, you have to like whittle down the control of one of the nations, depending on what you're doing. I like that concept, but then the conquest battle is really not what I want. Like that's, I want stealth. Like let me sneak around a giant castle and kill everyone one by one. Which it it has that stuff in there, but then there's just that that one thing. It's just like this is, I don't know. I'm. I don't like so I I think I'm the opposite of you. I don't like uh parrying mechanics and stuff like that. Like I I just want to go in swinging or dodge and figure out an attack that way or be stealthy. And in this they're starting to incorporate a lot more of like Okay, you like you kind of need to parry these people. You need to block these people. Maybe you can get a perfect dodge and then get some combos in. It's like that's that's not what I want from an Assassin's Creed game. So I, we'll see. I, I agree with that, but there are ways where you can be mostly stealth. I think that with a variety yeah. of gear, and you can increase your stealth stats so high where you are stabbing people, one shotting them, and moving on. Yeah. Right, I think that adds a lot more variety because if you want to go in sword swinging, slashing, and all that, you can as well. Mm-hmm. It allows that. So, I, I think, as I continue to play over this next week and the week after that, I'm sure, um, I I have a feeling my opinions will change and I'll start to understand it some more. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I've been playing right now and i so the other thing i've noticed that i just think is kind of ridiculous is a lot of the uh like romance dialogue stuff is just Mm -hmm. baffling it it it, it's it's so left field um like you you meet that that Odessa character who's like, I'm related to Odysseus from the Odyssey. I was meant for greatness. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of start to romance her and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, okay, romance, romance. But then, like, there's also this storyline with her of like, hey, there's people after her. Maybe she hired some mercenaries to kill someone who knows exactly what's happening here and so it's like in the mix in in the midst of that like serious story right you have these options of of like oh yes we should investigate and stuff like that and then there's like or we could go to the bed and investigate that if you know what i mean it's just like oh my god no one would actually say it like that nobody would do anything like that (laughs) which i think it's it's i think it's a fun corny though it's so out there that it's it's humorous. It's not meant to be taken seriously at all. Yeah. But then, like, it's it's almost so ridiculous that I'm wondering, like, are, are they trying to steer me away from that? Like, would I be missing something if I just romance the hell 
out of everyone do that first and then get down to business the other business if you know what i mean <laughs> um yeah like it, it just seems like some of the romance lines that i've had the option to say is like i i feel like if i pick that that's not what my character would say even though i want to romance this character okay so i don't know we'll see yeah i get i'm having fun though it it's again it's not i think it's them slowly working on their rpg mechanics in a way where it's supposed to be still historically accurate to a degree Mm-hmm. And also not completely outrageous, but still being wacky in a uh, Assassin's Creed way, because there is some wackiness yeah. to Assassin's Creed games. Absolutely. So it's like them just trying to fit all that together. And I think this next rumored game that might come out next this year will be much better with it because they do have two years since um, since Odyssey released. And even right. three years since then to really work on this and really improve on upon it to make it better. All right. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, but yeah, we'll see. What else have you been playing? I got my hands on Dragon Ball Z Kakarot yesterday. Hell yeah. And boy, that it. is... It's a really simple game. The me- mechanics are simple. But I think it's a very weird Kingdom Hearts esque game <laughs> because it's oh boy you're going through Dragon Ball Z series. The fights look amazing, but there are just some attacks where you just have to sit back and dodge. Like you huh. can't be in their face still. You can't be uh, deflecting it because like the enemies will charge up. The latest one that happened was with Vegeta during the uh, Saiyan saga. Sure, he just got he. Dash back, he charged up, he got super powerful. He started coming out with me with these attacks, and I just had to dodge. I if I went to his face, I would lose a ton of health, and that would basically be almost a game over mm-hmm. if I kept on trying to attack him. So the right thing to do was just hang back and wait for him to finish and then punch him in his face once he's done. Yeah. So it's just a lot of that, and I think it's once I relate to Kingdom Hearts, it kind of clutches. Like, okay, yeah, I can punch, punch, punch. Oh, they're about to do something. Get back and watch. Run around, dash around, maybe. Yeah, but the, part of Dragon Ball Z is the spectacle, yeah. right? Of just like, oh, here's Goku making a spirit bomb. He just has to sit there, and they for have a while. the spectacle. The fights look beautiful. The animation looks beautiful. There's just some weird things like during one cutscene I saw almost like a uh I can't think of the right word for it, but it's like they just had some random wording in the side of it somewhere saying that like it was like a test screen or property of Bandai Namco. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was weird to see. Like nobody I guess nobody caught that during QA testing. But weird. it was just there. I might try and go back through my stream and get a screenshot of it. Yeah, I I like to see that because I, I I don't know if I can picture exactly what you're talking about. The best way I can phrase it is like it's during the fight, or it's when the Saiyans show up on Earth and destroy a city, mm-hmm. and it's like in the top left corner of my screen, 
it's hard. Like in red text, too, so it kind of blends in, but sticks out a tiny bit. But my my, my eye was drawn to it immediately. Interesting. That's so fun, <laughs> honey. So I I saw I think it was Max Scoville on Twitter being like, "This is a great Dragon Ball Z game if you like this series, and it's almost like." a lighter version of the Yakuza games because there's just ridiculousness, which is yeah. in the Dragon Ball series anyways, but it's still just like, you can just do some ridiculous stuff. Like you can just go go fishing or you can go do X, Y, and Z and stuff like that. So I think, like I I did not pick up this game, but I know uh, Ignacio is super excited about this. I know you got the... C- collector's one with the big statue and the statue is beautiful i think it's one of the best collector's items i ever got it looks sweet i mean it it has awesome goku and gohan like young gohan riding on nimbus with a tail saying hi to a a dinosaur and there's even like a city in the background like a tiny little city in it so that's awesome it's so well designed it's gonna be on my shelf for forever probably dude I used to have so many Dragon Ball Z action figures mm-hmm. when I was a, ki- a kid. I had my shelves lined with them. I had like three versions of Goku. I had Broly. I had Piccolo and Frieza and Krillin and Yamcha. I had all of them. Nice. Great. And then I left one in Boston. It was the oh, worst. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh... Well, yeah, so, so what what is the fight system like in that game? It's very simplistic. Again, I think it's very Kingdom Hearts-esque, where you have B, I'm, I'm playing on Xbox, and B is punch, so you're just punching the shit out of people. Then mm. there's X, which is your uh, key attack, so you're just like throwing balls of energy at people. Sure. Y is charge, and A is dash, run. And the I think... And that's really the fighting. Then you can press right bumper or left bumper, and that pulls up your menu for your special attacks. That's your Kamehameha. That's your special punches. There's like even a rock, paper, scissors punch where I think if somebody does the same thing, if you beat them, they do a lot more damage. So it's just doing all this, channeling your key. And if somebody starts hitting you, you can block. And then if you press A at the right time, you have enough key, you can teleport behind them and hit them. So. It's very flashy in that way, where it looks like you're doing a lot, but you're really n- not doing much. You're more just paying attention to the fight while whittling down somebody's health. Okay. So it does the fighting feel fast-paced? Yes. Good. Okay, because that's, that's one thing from the show that I remember, is like when they do get into these fights, they're so fast, and they're, it's, it just seems like they're doing a million things, and... I I I had a couple of the Dragon Ball Z games on like PlayStation Two and stuff like that, um, and I like I liked it well enough back then, but I I don't think they ever really captured the speed at which you did stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm I'm wondering about that. If it as simple as you say it is, does it feel like an episode of the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, they make it feel almost exactly like you're in the show. You're playing the show. There are title cards with a dragon flying around, and it does the same music, the same announcer. Watch the dragon. 
then when you're in it, you're fighting. The fighting looks great, even though it mm-hmm. sounds simplistic. It looks great, so I think it's very visually appealing. Interesting. Interesting. How, what, 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 what about the side stories? Have you gotten to do much of those yet? I've done a couple. There are some in the beginning, and it's very simplistic. It's more you find a character from the show who is like more like an offshoot character from Dragon Ball. You help them out. You like find an enemy for them. You find an item for them. You chase them around for a little bit. So it's mm-hmm. almost like fetch quests or just go here, fight somebody, come back type of things. Okay. But it's cool. It's adding a little more, bit more lore, making the world feel a little bit lived in. Interesting. And how's traversal? Like, does the world feel fleshed out? The world definitely feels like there's a lot in it to do. They fill okay, it good. with uh, robots from the Red Ribbon Army that you need to fight. Those are kind of like your common enemies that are flying around. So they, yeah, it's good to sense. beat them up, level up quickly, get some experience from them. But the flying is so weird. It's not like A and B to dis- up, uh, ascend and descend. It's right bumper and right trigger to go up and down. Hmm. Nor is it... It's not even flight controls either. It's right bumper and right trigger to go up and down respectively. Which feels so weird. weird when you first start. Do you think that was a good call? Or is no. that something you're str- you're struggling with? I'm struggling with it a lot. And even in fighting, because it, going up and down is right bumper, right trigger. But right bumper is for something in combat. So it's you can't go up unless you go after somebody. Okay. So it's it's contextual. Yeah. Okay. And it's been so hard for me to really get my mind around it. And I'm, it's probably going to click eventually, but it, so far it's just such a weird choice for controls for flying when you would, <laughs> you'd expect for it to be uh, normal flying controls. Yeah. Up and down the stick. That's it. But no. Okay. Last thing I want to know. Speaking of up and down on the stick, how horny is Master Roshi? Oh, it's his average horniness. <laughs> you do a side quest where you help turtle to hide his porno mags <laughs> great <laughs> well it, actually it's turtle hides the porno mags but then master roshi asks you to find his adult magazines and goku Amazing. even talks about it too when you're flying to his island for the first time saying oh i can't wait for gohan to meet them all except master roshi he's kind of he's kind of a perv <laughs> so they he's fully admit so it that's great so yeah like i I'm. I, I think I'm now a lot more interested in the game because I was concerned that combat wasn't going to feel right, uh, that the world wouldn't be fleshed out. There just wouldn't be enough stuff to do. Um, but it sounds like it's pretty decent. Like it's not a great g- g- game per, 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 per se. Is kind of what I'm feeling out from most people but it's enjoyable and it's 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 fun oh it's absolutely enjoyable it's that sit down turn your mind off type of game where it you can just hang out and play it for a couple hours and it's mostly nostalgia factor which i think they're trying to sell on it not supposed to be a revolutionary type game it's supposed to be you liked dragon ball growing up so here it is you get to play the full story in depth Mm -hmm. and have fun fantastic I'm excited. Have you been playing anything else? 
Uh, just com- quick mentions. I've been playing the new patch in WoW, where everything's starting to get corrupted by the old god, which I talked about in a previous podcast about the old god stuff. So I'm just getting geared up and getting ready for the new raid to come out eventually. And Rainbow well, Six Siege introduced a new battle pass for 30 days leading up to their big SI Invitational. And they even have a new map for it, which has been really fun to play, where they buy out a whole football stadium and build almost like a speedball course. But it's like two, three levels building where mm-hmm. anybody who queues up for it, they have every operator unlocked, even ones you haven't unlocked yet. So you can try them out. And it's a quick, fun match to play to get experience for your battle pass. And you get cool gear and cool almost like jerseys for your characters by completing the levels in the battle pass. Word. So yeah, that's really been about it. Sounds good. Uh, well, let's do a little bit of housekeeping before we get onto the news here. Uh, you guys should go check out our website, thewhatnots.com. We have a lot of fantastic stuff on there. That's where you can find all of our podcasts. Uh, recently, we published our four-year anniversary retrospective um we announced some fantastic stuff there's a bunch more content on our website uh one of our original shows which was simply known as the whatnots podcast which has kind of since transformed into the review show uh is our like weekly book club style podcast but all of the old content from the Whatnots podcast is now up on our website. It's over 100 episodes. We cover everything from comics to movies, TV shows, anime, manga, all sorts of stuff. So there's bound to be something for everyone to go check out. Uh, we also have a store. You guys can buy some merch. You guys can buy some crossplay merch. Go go get some t-shirts or stuff like that. It's a pretty basic store at the moment, but hopefully we'll get some new designs down the road. But that's at the whatnots.com slash store. Uh, go find all of our podcasts on your podcasting platform of choice. Just type in the whatnots, and that's where you can find them. If you like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us. You guys can get episodes Early at the $1 tier, you guys can get all sorts of exclusive content at the $3 tier. Uh, And we also want to give a shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you to Sam and Christine. Uh, We love you both. Thank you for helping us keep the mics on. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. All right. How how many things we got this week? We got six 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 news items. Here we go. Let's get into it. First off, PS5 uh, is on the way. We know that. But Sony is skipping E3 again. This came out last week where they said they're not going to be there. They're not going to do anything for there. But they do have great respect for the ESA. But we do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we are focused on this year. So I... Don't know about you, but I kind of expected this. I think yeah, same. Sony feels like they've outgrown the ESA and E3, but it does not match with how they've been presenting the PS5 so far. With Wired articles just coming out of nowhere, hoping that the press, well, the press will pick up on it, of course. Yeah. But E3 is more like everyone knows about it. Every gamer knows about it. Everybody who looks at a magazine will see E3 in their game stores and will probably listen to it or hear something about it. 
So mm-hmm. them not being there really takes the vision off of them unless they have a huge press conference, which is rumored to happen in February. But then that leaves Nintendo and Xbox to control the market for the next eight months leading up to November. And that puts PS5 in the back of people's minds because Xbox is being in everybody's faces then with E3 and just having more announcements unless Sony keeps on having their state of plays over and over and over again. Yeah, I which I I think they will do. Like I I don't think that them not being at E three means they're not going to say anything. I think uh, February is the rumored time we're probably going to hear something about PlayStation Five. Um, I don't even know if it's like Sony has outgrown E three. I I think it's just times are changing and E three doesn't really know what it is or what it's purpose is and so because it's it's lack of vision i think Sony is like well we can do this by ourselves and a hell of a lot cheaper uh so we'll see yeah i it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out but i think this is just cocky sony showing up again yeah and last year when this happened, I remember Microsoft also putting a statement out like that next day being like, well, we'll be at E3. We'll see you there, gamers. I think they already did uh, say that. Really? Yeah, I think they did. I must have missed that then because I, I was about to say, well, we haven't heard from Microsoft yet either. I'm assuming well, they're going to be there. Microsoft is also like they are kind of there. Like they're, They have something going on during E3. But they didn't have a presence. It's on in their own E3. stage. Yeah, they had their own yeah. stage. They had their own whole event going on outside of E3, but it wasn't in E3. That's wild, man. E3 is dying. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I. It's gonna be interesting to see how they change it this year because it's supposed to be more of like a fan show instead of a game show, where everybody like more it's only press there. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows how, how it'll look this year I don't know man we'll see E3 is <sighs> like I, 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 I still get so excited for E3 every single year but yeah things are changing mm-hmm. gonna be interesting speaking of changing some games have changed their release dates on us a lot of them. A lot of games, yeah. So first off, Square Enix delayed Final Fantasy VII Remake to April 10th from March, and Avengers got delayed from May to September. Yeah. These are huge delays. Well, Final Fantasy is known for its delays last minute, too, because it happened with Final Fantasy yep. 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3. True that. So both got delayed like last second before launch. And now they're doing a Final Fantasy VII remake as well. But Avengers, that's a huge delay. That's five months I, delay. I smell blood in in the water. You think so? I I I think so. I people have complained for a number of reasons about this game, whether it's they don't like the character designs, or they're not sure how the gameplay will work, or what the game exactly is. Um, 
is is this going to be a button mashy game? Is this going to be a Destiny like? How come I can't make my own character? Stuff like that. It it's just and they, like they've failed to communicate what this game is properly, and a delay this big is not just for polish. No, S- something is up. Um, I I don't know if if they found some game breaking bugs or they had a new idea to quote unquote fix it who knows but yeah i i don't think this avengers game is gonna do very i mean it's going to make money because it's the avengers i don't know if it's gonna be well received i don't know either and Again, this is just like a time will tell, and we're going to get a lot better look at it at E3 this year, probably. Yeah. It's only going to be, the, I think the worst sign is if they don't show up to E3 with Final Fantasy or Avengers. Yeah. I think that'll that, be the worst look for this game is if they don't show gonna up. That's going to be bad. But people we'll liked see. it last year. Yeah. I mean, like, there's certain things, like, certain things look really cool. I think they're on to something sometimes if that makes sense mm-hmm. I, I i just i i think they have a lot of things that they want to do with this game and they haven't really unified it into a singular this is what this game is this is what you'll be doing because if they had that what why wouldn't they just say that that makes no sense because I, I i still don't know how this game will work We'll see. The only look that we had at it was what they showed us, and that was it's more like a 3D Ultimate Alliance game with better story. I mean, yeah, they have a which, great voice acting cast. I just hope that they capitalize on those talents to really make the characters feel lived in, and I mm-hmm. hope that whatever changes they're making to the gameplay pay off. I hope so. I hope so, because I'm a big comic book nerd, so when stuff like this happens i'm like yes i want it to work be good please but in that same regard cd project red announced that their game is being delayed as well cyberpunk 2077 from april to september which is a six month delay while while avengers seems like it's blood in the water this is actually exciting news because cd project red is a company that you probably can trust more than square and if they say it's for polish and making things run better that's the truth. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I think the difference here is that we know what Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be. Like, I, I know what type of game it is. I know that this is going to be a huge game. And so, yeah, if, the, if they need a, a couple more months, like, what is it, five months to, like, polish it, that makes sense. Because it's a big game. There's so much. There's so many stories, so many side quests. I'm pretty sure somewhere along the line they've said that it's going to be bigger than The Witcher 3, which was yeah. a huge game. So this this is going to take quite a while. It's going to take a while. And again, I think this is a good delay. It's not a hurried, we need more time type of thing. It's we just want more time to make sure this game is perfect. Yeah. 
and they are going to make sure this game is perfect because it's been in development for so long. What's six more months? Yeah. At the same time, though, I just want to play Cyberpunk. Give it to me now, please. You and I me both. It. Well, I'm I'm actually passing on Cyberpunk. Really? I don't know why I, don't know why I said I was going to play it. I'm not. It's not for me. Wow. You're fired. Eh. It's going to happen eventually. <laughs> First it was Sobble. Now it's Cyberpunk. Man. <laughs> I'm just burning so many bridges right now with you and Ignacio. <laughs> yeah. Who knows, man? I, I mentioned this on the recent episode of the Captain's Log that this was delayed, and I'm just... I'm distraught. I'm 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 just like, oh, I need it. Why? Notice me, senpai. I am a <laughs> cyberpunk too. <laughs> and we'll see. Finally, the last major delay, Iron Man VR has been delayed until May from February. Yeah. And so, I I think this is another delay where it's needed just because you can go so wrong with VR. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get it right, it just looks awful. Yeah. I think, especially with Half-Life Alex now announced, we know that there's going to be some major players in the VR space. Stuff that's going to be like, hey, it's mm-hmm. not just some like 15-minute experience. Like This is an actual story. This is an actual game that you can play. And I think... Not to say that this wasn't going to be that, but now that there's maybe a little bit more competition, they're like, okay, maybe we should step up our game. Yeah. So, are you? do you have any intentions to get this game if you have a VR unit? Uh, I don't have a VR thing, so unfortunately, no, I will not be picking this up. Okay, yeah, neither am I. So, hopefully it looks cool. Hopefully it's going to be a fun game, not just a simple gimmick VR game. And good luck to all the devs, though, who have to go through all these delays and a lot more work now. Yeah. Jeez. Good luck to them. Please be safe mentally. Yes. Take time to yourselves. Number five, Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC. Mm-hmm. This came from Jason Schreier from Kotaku, who reported that there are new plans for Horizon Zero Dawn to be brought to PC. Uh, Sony hasn't responded to this yet, but this is continuing on from what we've heard in the past of them just bringing other games that seem like they are exclusives to PC just for a little bit more sales. And yeah, I I, re- I remember them saying something like this down the road of 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 just like yeah. Maybe more of our g- games will start to come out on other platforms and stuff like that. Um, and this one makes sense, especially with Death Stranding also coming out on PC uh, later this year, I think. Because mm-hmm. both of these games are built on the same engine, and Herman Holst uh, is ha- was promoted... Recently, I forget exactly what title he has now, but he's one of the main he's like top the president of dogs. He? Yeah, he's something like that. Um, so that makes sense for this this g- 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 game. I, I think just that's going to be good. Can't wait to see 
all the mods that people make for it. Oh yeah. It's going to be good. What what other thing that's not in the game would you want to see in there? Ooh, like what what mod dinos- would you most want to see? They make actual dinosaurs happen or they change someone up. mod Barney in there. Yeah, just make it big absolutely T-Rexes. make it absolutely outrageous. <laughs> not just yeah, not just T-Rex, but like Barney, make it one like Thomas the Tank Engine, that's a good one. Oh yeah. One Mr. X. Untitled Goose Game. Oh Put my god, if there thing. was a goose in it. I would love <laughs> did, that. Did you did you see I saw uh on Twitter that someone modded untitled goose into DBZ Kakarot. I did not see this. That's it amazing. Looked so stupid, but it was hilarious. Oh, I bet it looks stupid. It sounds stupid, <laughs> which makes it great. Yeah, and he's sitting there like fighting off Nappa and stuff like that. It's great. <laughs> oh my god, the goose cannot be stopped. But what do you think about PlayStation put more putting more of their stuff on the PC? Is that something good for them? I think it can't be bad. Xbox already does it and mm-hmm. That just helps their sales. It's more options. It's not limiting your fan base. It's letting them have more choices and just opening the market to more people. Yeah. So it can't, it's not a bad thing in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think we still have a lot to learn about the PlayStation five and what their plans are. Cause mm-hmm. we see from all of the stuff we know about Xbox and what they're up to, it seems like they are trying to make an ecosystem which you have multiple places to play their giggy games mm-hmm. right it's to me it reminds me of going to like a car dealership right they don't care which car of theirs you buy they just want you to buy one that right? is exactly that's how xbox i think is approaching this new generation it doesn't yeah. matter if you have a console it matters that you are in the ecosystem Right. Um, and so I'm I'm wondering if PlayStation is trying to lean into that. Of, I think it's of I think it's harder for them to do that though, because Microsoft, they have Windows, they have all these different yeah. iOS or they just are one of the biggest iOS or OS users for computers. They're on almost everything. So that just opens up the possibility of whoever can get Game Pass, whoever can play Xbox games anywhere. Sony doesn't really have that. A crazy theory out there. What if PlayStation announces PlayStation Now launcher on PC? Well, they kind of have their, um, what was it? They They, they they have have, like remote play and stuff like that. Yeah, and that is on uh, PC. So I I think they do need to expand PS Now in that sort of way. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think something like that would be an interesting move. Like, hey, here's the PlayStation app, or here's the PlayStation launcher. I, I don't know if they're g- going to do it this next g- generation, or if that's, excuse me, uh, if that's for the generation after this one. Who knows? But the only I, other I, thing I, is, I'm, I'm, yeah, Xbox comes on 
every computer. That is a right. pre-downloaded app that anybody has when they boot up Windows for the first time. Yeah. So Sony, they need to have that market out there saying, hey, do you want PlayStation games on your computer? You need to download this app. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I, I think that'd be a good move for them. I have no idea if that's going to happen. That's why I was just like, hey, cr- crazy idea. I mean, I would love to see it. I just want my games available in more places. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Speaking of something not so fantastic. <laughs> no. So <laughs> if you haven't heard... Uh, Nintendo had their latest uh, Smash Bros. reveal trailer, and it was hyped up a lot. Yeah. Like, they were saying, oh my nobody God. Nintendo knows about it. Nobody knows what's going on. This is only like a Sakurai and the development team type of deal. And we were all hyped up thinking, oh my God, how wild is this announcement? There were all sorts of conspiracies. He was holding up the number three. He's yep. like, oh, is that Kingdom Hearts? Is that No More Heroes? Is that Fire Emblem? Is that, what is it? We nope. don't know. It is, you want to tell them? Byleth from Fire Emblem well, Three Houses. Well, what's the three fingers ne- mean? Three houses. Well, it was binary for the 17 games of Fire Emblem. What? I, d- I haven't heard that. That's what he said. Really? Yeah. Wow. That was his reason for holding up those three fingers that way. Wow. How dumb is that? I feel even more disappointed now. So I I have to admit that I didn't actually watch the direct. That's why I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, I also haven't played Super Smash Brothers in more than a year. I beat our... Beat the game. I got all of the characters uh, that were originally on the game, and I put it down and haven't picked it up since. So ultimately, I don't really care. But I, Jude, this was so hyped up. Like people were going crazy, and this was just like slashing your tires. Like this just yeah. deflated everything. Which I don't really mind that Byleth is in the game. But no, to, to to me, I I see Super Smash Brothers, especially this one with the tagline that "Hey, everyone is here." This is a celebration of video games. Yeah, and I think while Fire Emblem has been incredibly successful, and Fire Emblem Three Houses uh, was supposedly amazing. I, this, I think there's it other doesn't characters match. that should be celebrated before Byleth. It doesn't match what all the other characters that have been revealed are. Because one was Banjo-Kazooie from Microsoft. Yeah. I mean, it was on Nintendo consoles, but that is a Microsoft property that Microsoft gave to them. But it's also a classic character. Yeah. Right? Like, Joker's not as much of a classic but he's character to that game popular. is new. Yeah, but it and it's it's also the first thing from Persona, which is a wildly popular series and has been for a while, at least in Japan. Mm-hmm. 
Dragon Quest is the same thing. They're on the 11th game. Like, this has been going on for a long time. Terry Bogard is a classic SNK character. Like, these are celebrations of things that have been in video games for a long time. So, in that sense, something from Fire Emblem fits. But we already have seven other characters from fire emblem like where is sora from kingdom hearts where is something from halo or you know there's so there's so many other characters out there that i think could be celebrated or are much more classic that are not in the game yet that i think Mm -hmm. are more deserving right now I agree, but I think they're going to see this hate, not the hate, but like just nobody cared about this announcement really, except for maybe major Fire Emblem fans, which yeah. if you are happy about this character, congratulations for getting a character that you really want in the game. But yeah. I was talking to my other yeah. friend. I think this would have been better as a Monster Hunter character because Monster Hunter is also yeah. a widely popular game. And yeah. the same moveset that they have set for Byleth would work for a Monster Hunter character. Yeah. Do something like I mean, like I, I'm not mad that Byleth is in the game. I just no. think he would have been a better character to put in the game down the road. Yes, if not this one, the next Super Smash Brothers that happens ten years from now. Like I, I think he'd be like, sure, he deserves to be in the game. He's not a classic character yet. No. Or 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 he's not from an underrepresented series, so I don't know. I, I just it it it's I, yeah. To me, the costumes they announced for Meat Fighters are way cooler than Byleth. Yeah, we the, got the Cuphead. map and music are cool, but yeah, Cuphead sweet. I think is a great Meat Fighter costume. I don't think he has enough different moveset from the normal characters the me fighter characters, the meat gunner to have his own character. But I think him being in a me fighter costume, changing up a little bit of the animations is awesome. He looks so cool. Yeah. That like that, that I think is the most exciting announcement out of this whole thing. A me fighter costume. And Assassin's Creed. Yeah. uh, Altair is a costume now in Smash Bros. (laughs) That's fucking You would never expect that. I love it, I, but like, yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, the the one thing that this maybe makes me think is, what if they had someone else originally and are maybe saving him, or they ran into some complications and they were like, well, Byleth is a lot easier to make. What if we just uh, continue with him and save this other character for the next fighter pass i would hope so i think they need something to really stand out for the next one yeah and we will just i guess we'll just see what the next one really is whenever that does happen who knows uh because i expect will be available on january 28th though just for the the, the, hose of you out there wondering yeah end of the month 
Uh, so they announced the next fighter pass will include six characters. By the way, mm-hmm. so and, but that's until December twenty twenty one. So they have two years to get these characters out. Yeah. So, and I expect the first announcement to be of who the first character is of this fighter pass at E three, and I think that's when they're going to come out swinging hard with some crazy picks for their characters they want in the game. Why do you think they'll be at E3? Because I I would kind of imagine they wouldn't say anything at E3 and then wait till like a direct at the end of the year or early but next that, year. But that would mean that they have to get all six characters out next year. I think they're going to space it out better so it's every four months we get a new character. Oh. And yeah, because they have two years to get these characters out, all six of them. So I, I, I guess I was thinking they were going to be taking some time off between them and just like, hey, well, no more new characters for like another year, and then we'll come back with six new ones. I don't expect Sakurai to do that. He's more of like the just get at it type of person, just from his personality. True. But they did say that they haven't started on any other characters yet until Byleth is finished. So I think three months from end of January, well, five months actually, from January to June is more than enough time to get the characters ready. To get at least one character fully done so they can come out during E3. And then another one will be teased. I gotcha. Interesting. So that's what I suspect. And then there's going to be one during E3, one during like an October Direct or even at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they have like four left for next year. And by then they already have okay. enough spaced out that it's like once a quarter and they'll be fine. Okay. That makes sense. It's just my thinking. That makes sense. All right. Well, that's all we have for the news. But... I have a couple questions for you, Mick. Okay. Uh, kind of putting you on, on the spot here, but what are your kind of gaming goals for 2020? Is there stuff that's heading in your backlog that you would like to play? Uh, is there a certain genre that you want to dive into? What is, what's, what is one or two of your gaming goals? My gaming goals aren't really for games I haven't played yet. It's more of Mm -hmm. personal stuff. Like, I want to write more. I actually want to start writing for games, which I have plans for right now. Mm -hmm. And I also want to get more people on my Twitch stream. So I want to get to eventually... uh, I have goals on my Twitch stream right now saying I want to get to... uh, 200 followers and 20 subscribers by the end of March, which Man, okay, it's a good, definitely a goal that I want to get to eventually. And I have hopes to get there. Just I'm not going to be beating myself up over, over it if I don't reach it. Yeah. But gaming wise, just to not buy as many games because any game I end up buying nowadays ends up being on Game Pass. Yeah. So I just want to. Take my time with games, especially buying games, considering what I want to buy. Consider if I need to play it right away. Or mm-hmm. will that be something that I can wait a little bit and see if it'll come out in Game Pass? Okay. Because there's so many games already like A Plague Tale that I want to play, but they're not coming to Game Pass and I haven't bought it yet. Which is a right. great feeling to know 
I passed up on this, so I get to get it for Game Pass, and Microsoft should be able to contribute more than my sole share. Right. Right. Okay. Good stuff. What about you? Uh, if you do reach those 200 followers, send them our way. The Whatnots uh, Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash the Whatnots, because we've been struggling to get past 36. We have 36 uh, followers, and we're hoping to get to 50. So okay. We, we, we need to make that happen too uh so I, I i guess just one more thing in regards to the podcast then uh i'm hoping mm-hmm. this year sometime we can transition this show to a video show because uh, most of our uh, other shows on the whatnots uh already do video stuff um but not all of us has a good camera so we can do that that would be fantastic that would yeah. be amazing. Um, let's see. P- personal gaming goals for me, though. I So I want to work a little bit more on my backlog. That's what I'm doing right now with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, at some point, maybe this year, I never actually beat Breath of the Wild. Okay. I, 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 I beat all four of the Divine Beasts, and I got to the... P- point where they were like okay you did all of the stuff go fight ganon and then i was just like okay moving on yeah so i never actually did that i would like to go back and play that um dude i still haven't beat persona 5 well i would say at this point just wait until royal comes out but that's we are the, like so, i we are I, so i don't close. think i'm going to go get royal or whatever it's called um oh really i yeah i mean like so i'm i'm still i'm in the third palace in persona 5 and i'm right at the boss fight i tried the boss fight once i died because i didn't really know what the strategy was and then i yeah i just kind of moved on but the story hasn't grabbed me yet um so that's kind of why I haven't been like, oh man, I need to go back and beat this game. But it, I like it well enough that I still want to. I'm just not urgent okay. on that. So I think I should just plow through Persona 5 standard, the regular one eventually. Well, I think you might like Royal because they're adding so much to it. It's not just a uh, update to the game. It's they're changing cutscenes. They are changing how the fighting mechanics work. They are just doing so much to change it. Well, I heard it's like okay. Like people in Japan thought it was okay, but it's still that's how these versions are for Persona. It's not just a uh, update. It's more like they change a lot. They change some of the story elements. This is like their deluxe. It's like their final mix version from Kingdom Hearts. Okay. I gotcha. So good to know. I know I'm going to play the hell out of it when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about platinuming it though. Oh yeah. Good. God. I did that craziness once. (laughs) There's a lot in that, in that game. That's for, for sure. Oh, it took like 200 hours. Yeah. Um, okay. 
That's good. We'll we'll ask Ignacio what his goals are uh, yeah. whenever we get him back on the podcast uh, when he is here. Uh, I don't think he's going to be here next week either. So I don't think so. We will see. Um, I already mentioned our Twitch channel. We also have a YouTube channel that you guys could absolutely go follow us on. Of course, we we put, we put the podcast up on youtube but it's just a static image um right now but we also have all of our other podcasts on there as well so you guys should go check them out go subscribe to us on youtube even if that's not your normal listening uh mode if that's where you find us or not that being said mick yes. where can they find you on the interwebs I'm everywhere as the nanobiologist, like on Twitch and most other places, but Twitter, Xbox, PlayStation, I am DA nanobiologist. Yo. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. You guys want to stay up to date with our podcast here. Uh, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. I mentioned our website, thewhatnots.com. Go check all of that stuff out. We would appreciate it tons. I still haven't figured out a good like sign off. Yeah, right? neither have I yet. Some like saying or something. We'll workshop know, it. Yeah, we'll we'll workshop it. We'll 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 figure something out. Until yes. then, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.